I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Oh, remember the offseason when nobody was interested in this guy, apparently? The Lamar Jackson revenge tour continues at top speed, barreling towards the AFC championship game and maybe beyond as the Ravens absolutely squash the Texans in the second half of their divisional round matchup. We'll get to Niners-Packers and a recap and look back at that one in just a couple of moments as well. Jason Lockenfora, Odyssey NFL insider, at the top of the hour. And in the final hour today on BetQL Daily, we start to dig in on these championship game matchups. Alongside Aaron and Joe, I'm Chris Mack. And we are live coast to coast on the BetQL Network, BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. And 34-10 the final, Lamar goes, Lamar, 100 yards on the ground, a couple of touchdowns on the ground, uh, adds through the air as well. And still this thing stays under, uh, not just the total under the 43 and a half, uh, but we get, or under 45 and a half. Well, it was, well, it It was, was, yeah, that. It was a tough one, Chris, because so like all week it was 43 and a half. That ends up going over. A lot of people got yeah. 44. That's a push. And then at a couple spots, it closed 44 and a half. And that goes under more of the story. Like if you look at all these totals this weekend, the, the market's like dead on them. Like they all on came the, down yeah, to final possession. Yeah. yeah. Uh, most of the props go under, at least on the Texan side, Stroud, uh, Collins, by the way, uh, a moment, if we may, for uh, president of the Nico Collins fan club, Aaron Hawksworth, <laughs> to say any words in memoriam. Nope, she's just going to shake her head and no, I'm out. I can't, I can't, uh, too choked up. Can't uh, talk about Nico right now. Um, <laughs> the, the, I'll have some I, I things had, for court. I, I had hope on this one. So, full disclosure, the, I, much of the afternoon, unless I was looking down at my phone, I didn't know exactly what the score and time on the clock were because we were at this cash bash for my daughter's softball team and the tvs were wonky like i had to be the guy of course (laughs) to go around and turn on all the tvs in this in this fire hall where we're doing the cash bash for the softball team and only one tv in the corner was adjusted correctly so you could see like the score bug at the bottom of the screen anyway i was watching it and thinking the Texans might have a shot. They're going to keep it close. And then the punt return, you're like, oh, okay, maybe. And then the second half of the game, you didn't need to see the score bug or the clock at the bottom. All you had to see was what was happening and go, oh, yeah, Lamar's in his bag again. 
Lamar was in his bag again, Joe. And this guy, like I said, is approaching top speed if he hasn't hit terminal velocity already at just the right time. Once in a while, there are times when you see a coach talk and you're thinking, "Um, maybe I should make a second half bet just based on how he's looking right now. Like they, they know something and they made the adjustments. D'Amico Ryan's did what he could, right? Um, set, sent everyone the entire first half. Highest blitz rate Lamar Jackson has faced in his entire career. And they were hanging around. Like, he he knew something. Like, he did a good job. And then, you know what? There's a great coaching staff on the other side, too, with great players. And they made the adjustment to all those blitzes all day. And, yeah, they took off. They were phenomenal. You know, I think a lot of people would take a look at this and say, ah, see, when the Texans faced a really tough team, I'm not there. That's not the route I'm going to. I'm thinking about all the receivers that went down for them and just in year one to get to this point and how they dominated the draft. And they have what looks to be a phenomenal coach. So the Texans are set up for some high-level success for, I think, a very long period of time. But, yeah, they don't get that punt return touchdown probably 34 to three. It looks even worse than what it ended up being. And that under ends up covering, but uh, yeah, the Ravens defense, just phenomenal. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's, that's the big talking point too. You have the most balanced team in the NFL in the Ravens offensively, defensively, great coaching. And then they keep the Texans to 213 yards, total yards. Like there's something to the Texans not facing great teams all year. And then we saw what happened. But you know what? They Just getting to this point, I'm not going to say, oh, well, look, they just faced a great team and, and this is what they are. Like, I'm not, not quite there. But I, I give more credit to the Ravens than just ripping the Texans. Who, by the way, 213 yards, they didn't enter the red zone. Like There was a lot of that going on this weekend where it's like, yeah, divisional round, these defenses are really ratcheting things up. The defense for the Ravens looked phenomenal. And I kind of thought the same thing as you, Chris. I was a little surprised how close things were in the first half. Then you had this feeling at halftime like the Ravens are a better team and something's going to happen. And then it just wasn't even close. But credit to Lamar. The Ravens defense was phenomenal and they really limited CJ Stroud. But I mean, I don't feel as bad for the Texans like I do the Bills. Like, this was a great season no. for them. I'm sure it sucks that it's over, but overall, it doesn't have the same kind of feeling for me um, as it did, you know, with the Bills just disappointing. Right. You, you got, even if you're not a Bills fan, you you want Josh Allen to get there. So I, I think it's the future is very bright for the Texans. Uh, I was on a couple Texans props, a little disappointed, but still, I think everyone expected the Ravens to win this game. That's why the point spread was like double digits. Yeah, if you're a Texans fan, I mean, you feel the best, I think. Despite having the ugliest loss of this weekend, you feel the best of the four fan bases that walked away losers this weekend because your window is is, is just barely starting to creak open, right? Whereas, right. you know, the comparison you make to the Bills fan base is a good one because that window, you're you're right in the prime of your championship window, and that thing's going to start to shut eventually. And... That's where the questions about McDermott come up, right? So 
If you're a Texans fan, though, you're right. This thing's in its infancy, right? Ryan's first season. You know, maybe you have some worries that if Bobby Slowick goes off somewhere, maybe that stunts Stroud's growth a little bit. I could see that, but that kid just, he he put it all together. And and I got to think the lessons he learned from Slowick and again, D'Amico Ryan's isn't going anywhere. The lessons he learned from this staff are going to stick with him long beyond his rookie year. So you feel really good. You know, you mentioned all the, all the work they've done in the draft too, Joe. Like this this organization with all the high, high-end picks they have over the next few years because of the Watson deal, they are set up for success over the next at least half decade. So I think if you're a Texans fan, despite the ugly loss, you do. You feel really good about the future in Houston. Yeah, and I, I would understand those concerns about Slowick, but the the year also happened. He got to – like, Stroud is so smart, he's going to take what he learned and what he worked on, and he'll remember what worked with Slowick moving forward, even if he's not the OC. You know, like, that was going on with uh, a little bit of Josh Allen, too. Oh, Josh Allen without Dayball. It's really hurting him. It hurt him this year. And then, you know, they got something going with Joe Brady in the second half of the season into the playoffs. So, I mean, for the good ones, I don't think it matters. Like, yeah, it, they'll make their adjustments. And if it's not working, they'll move on. So, I mean, Stroud is just such a team guy. They all have so much faith in the guy. He's super smart. Like, yeah, I'm. there will be that uh, initial worry. But I would look at it and say, even if Slowick's not there, we got a dude back. We got Tank Dell back. Like, we got three really good receivers, <laughs> young receivers on the outside, and we ended the season with only one of them. It was just Nico Collins. That's why uh, everybody's looking at the prop as far as that goes. But, yeah, Lamar, like, if you went into it and said, ah, fade Lamar. Lamar is a heavy favorite. It's bad. Lamar in the playoffs, it's bad. Another situation. For the good ones, when the sample size is big enough, he's going to show you why he's going to be a two-time MVP in short order. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And show you why he got paid and bet on himself. Like, I think him getting paid also, like, matters you know what i mean like he was able to lock in that contract and i had a feeling he was gonna still step up in this situation despite the history well yeah that's that's an organizational vote of confidence right we're finally going to give you at least close to what you're asking for and we're linking arms with you right walking hand in hand down the path um and for a guy like lamar i think that's important he wants to feel like the entire organization has his back some guys work Mm -hmm. better when they're going against the headwinds and that's their motivation. Oh, it's me against the world. You know, the Baker Mayfield types. But in Lamar's case, <laughs> he wants to know the organization has his back. And they they leaned in on that this year. And he's also got the added motivation of, oh, and these are the only guys that, that were interested. Everybody else immediately was out on me. I'll show all of them then. And I think that's mm-hmm. what's working for him. That's why we're talking about an MVP favorite uh, going into an AFC championship game as a favorite against the Chiefs. It, yeah. it, it all adds up. Um, as for Niners-Packers, the late game on Saturday, wow. By the hair on their chinny-chin-chin, <laughs> the, the Niners get away with one against the Packers on a missed field goal late. It can't hurt anytime you lean in on Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle. And that's what they did offensively when they started to figure things out. Brock Purdy didn't have a great game without Debo Samuel for much of it when he goes out. Um, They're able to maintain despite Aaron Jones going over 100. And I want to say this is the first time anybody's gone over 100 against San Francisco in a long time. Um, But they got away with one. That's what it amounts to. We could talk about how good Purdy looked, Joe, on that final drive, and he did. Six to seven, 62 yards on the game-winning drive. Um, And and we could talk about Jordan Love finally kind of turning a little bit back into a pumpkin. Um, but I, I don't put this on Jordan Love. I, I This is another one. It comes down to, unfortunately, the kicker. And it, like the fans in Buffalo, the fans in Green Bay are going, ah, the kicker. Two very different stories on Saturday with the ones. You've got the Ravens dominating all afternoon, and then you've got the Niners just skating by. Win, don't even come close to covering. This one closed at 10 and a half. Ends up going under. And by the way, that Greenlaw interception to steal it when he's just going sideline to sideline and everybody's like, what are you doing? Well, the people that were not yelling get down were the people that had San Francisco tickets and had the over. Because if he somehow scores on that play, like both are probably cashing depending what number you ended up getting. But, yeah, I mean, big takeaway. You know, you you made the case. we, We all did. The Houston, you feel good after that loss, even though you got destroyed. Mm-hmm. I think Green Bay should feel like they're in pretty good spots. Like Love had a bad game, mm-hmm. ends another Love turnover, but they found their guy. They weren't sure. Like That's why they waited on the fifth-year option, but everything he did this year proved. Now they got their new guy, and again, just got to work on that defense a little bit. They've got similar situation, right? Young quarterback. Yeah. High level of success, a gr- I don't want to say great, 
but a, a very promising group of young receivers too. Like, is that the quarterback lifting them up? Maybe, but yeah, these teams, they're going to be back in the divisional round for darn sure. Um, maybe it's just Purdy's bad and rain. Like that, that, that might be the case. It was awful. 16 incompletes in that game. But, yes, he did it in money time. That was big. But Niners only got into the red zone once, guys. Like, we expected them to go up and down the field. Got into the red zone only one time in this game. And um, certainly something that we'll be tracking all week long, that Debo injury. Because if you look at the on-off splits, they are ugly when Debo's not on the field for the entire yeah. game. Purdy in the rain, that that is something. I, you would think <laughs> hopefully he can figure that out. But the other thing that stood out to me was three times in the first half, the Packers got into the red zone. They weren't able to finish things out. So credit to the Niners defense, but also like they were so close. Like if you could just figure out how to finish off those drives, like maybe we'd be talking about something different. But again, like a few quarterbacks, like Baker, the Bucks got their guy. We know the Packers got their guy. There was really no questions after the season started about CJ Stroud, but interesting that a lot of these playoffs playoff teams in the divisional round, we learned a lot about their quarterback and that, you know, they don't need to be looking elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Love grew by orders of magnitude, it felt like, week after week down the stretch. And that's exactly what you're hoping for when a guy has to sit and redshirt as long as he did effectively, finally gets an opportunity to take over. You, you see some of the growing pains in the first half of the year. And then all of a sudden, what do, what, do, what do you throw? I think three interceptions after the first week of November, and two of them came Saturday night. I mean, he was just so surgical with the football you talk about the receivers coming along too yeah if we talk about teams that can walk away from this weekend feeling good about their futures despite mm -hmm. the losses that they weathered the Packers yeah. are definitely right there with the Texans and you know it's in both of them in divisions too where you know the Packers are gonna have to deal with the Lions I know but what the heck are the Vikings we don't even know who their quarterback is same could be said for the Bears, probably. Are they going to commit to Fields? Eberflus? No. What? Um, so, you know, in divisions, Texans in the AFC South, where maybe they can do something with it. All right. Time to call these hearings, these proceedings to order. BetQL Court, we got issues. You're going to hear about them next right here on BetQL Daily.